Welcome to another episode of The Daily Friends. Have you noticed the weather has been sweltering hot? The amount of heat is no joke. You must have noticed, if you're in the same country as I am, even though we're what Cherry and George calls the air-conditioned nation, just last week while cleaning my oven, which admittedly I do very irregularly, I was dripping with sweat way more than I would when I do a HIIT workout. Seriously. I mean, I'm not even doing strenuous moves. I'm just bending over my greasy oven with sponge, my brush, trying to move slowly so that my sweat doesn't drip down into my eyes and me not having clean hands to wipe my face dry, you know? When people say, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, that's not very applicable. Is it? Obviously, you need to stay in there to clean, which I did. But anyway, oven is much cleaner now. Very good. No thanks to this unforgiving heat. Not that you asked, but wanted to tell you that anyway. All right, podcast time. Let me start off by telling you what happened a couple of nights ago. My husband and I went out for our dinner date. And then after dinner, we decided to go watch a movie which we used to do very often when we first got together, but not anymore, not really. Not these days, anyway. Just before we entered the cinema, we stopped by a washroom and then someplace to grab some drinks because we were so thirsty. Then off we went into our movie hall. At the end of the movie, we went straight to our car and drove home. Right then, as we were getting out of our car, though, I discovered to my horror that my handbag was not with me. I got frantic. I rummaged all over the car, looked through all the other belongings. I looked inside my backpack. We didn't find it. I panicked. What do I do? What do I do? My cards, my keys, they're all in there. I think I scared my husband a bit. It was quite late, but we just had to double back to the mall to search. And so my husband was saying kind words to ease my worry during the entire ride. We said a quick prayer that we could find the bag. And so by the time we got to the mall, we rushed in. I ran to the same movie hall we were in and started looking under our seats with the help of one of the staff. Couldn't find it. The manager very kindly assured me she would contact us. So we left my number, my name and description of the bag. And she says, I hope you find your bag. I'll call you if we do. So we thanked her and then we went looking in the washroom. Still no sign. Now, if you've ever lost your wallet or handbag, you can imagine how I was feeling. I was very worried, scared, upset. I was troubled. Trying every means, we also decided to talk to the guards to find out about lost and found items. So the guard we talked to was so reassuring, so helpful. She quickly contacted a teammate, she asked around for us, and then she got me to leave my particulars also just in case they found something. So there we were, full of worry, feeling disappointed, feeling the exhaustion from my day's work and also from the frantic search. We walked back to the car, we drove home for the second time with no handbag. Now in the car, Matt continued to console me, encourage me, we prayed again. Then pushing aside my feeling close to tears, I decided to block my bank card for precaution. And so the weight of just having lost my handbag for good, that hit me. But here is the plot twist. 
Now, the moment we got to the car park, I got down and I bent over to look around again. And there, at an angle that I did not look from earlier, I saw at the corner of my eye the fabric of my bag. I couldn't believe it. Right under my car seat, hidden from sight, was that handbag. Somehow it had slid underneath, and in our previous search, we could not see it. I could not decide in my shock, you know, whether to cry or laugh when I pulled the bag out. <sighs> Honestly, that was a harrowing experience. Did I learn anything? Yes, but I didn't enjoy it. All I can say is I am so thankful for my husband and the kind manager and the helpful guard who were all very assuring and nice about the whole thing. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Proverbs 12.25 Or, as the King James Version putteth it, Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. That was definitely true for me when I was so anxious and I was beating myself up about losing my handbag. Kind words spoken to me made all the difference. I can think of so many occasions when someone would pray for me, sometimes after I've shared a prayer request, or sometimes when I had hardly shared anything. And some of those prayers would be so on point, they lifted my spirits in ways even I didn't know I needed. Like Proverbs 15 that says, To make an apt answer is a joy to a man, and a word in season how good it is, right? So maybe you've experienced that too. Someone talks to you, and he or she spoke words or prayed something that really hit the spot. That's precious and so needed in our world. The word tov in Proverbs 12.25 can mean good, beautiful, pleasant, proper, right, jubilant, gracious, kind. You get the picture. It's the same word used in the creation account in Genesis. When God made light and darkness, made the creatures, the vegetation, he saw that it was tov, it was good. I can't help but make the association that when good and kind words are spoken, they are pleasant to God, pleasant to our souls, and they are in agreement with the work of creative restoration that God is about. It's us partnering with him to go about his business in the world of speaking life into situations, circumstances, and to people's downcast, heavy, stooped-down hearts. In so many ways, this is a timely reminder for us as people of God, seeking to navigate our life of faith in this cultural climate, where there's growing hostility, injustice, selfish ambitions, and so, so many fears. Social media has so much of our attention. If we're honest, the fastest tongue, the sharpest words, the most provocative or attention-grabbing opinions, while they're not necessarily the kindest, they are what get our attention and stimulate a lot of likes or reactions. Everyone has something to say. A lot of words are exchanged. We're quick to criticize, put down somebody for saying something they shouldn't say, point out who's not being sensitive or politically correct or not being woke. 
don't get me wrong. I think healthy dialogue and constructive conversations on cultural issues or, you know, affairs of society involve some of these. We should not shy away from healthy critique and assessment for the common good. And that's what it is, isn't it? It's as one way of filtering, distinguishing between what is genuinely for good versus what is out to tear down, to belittle, in order to elevate oneself. Take a look around and we would notice that many people could do with much more encouragement in their lives. I think it's more likely that people don't have enough compassion and kindness in their lives, whereas they have more than enough fault-finding, disapproval or rejection, way more than they need. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Can you think of a time when you felt anxious, weighed down, burdened, worried, and someone you talked to spoke words that added to the weight, instead of words that communicated compassion and brought courage to your heart. Of course, we know kind words don't resolve our problems. They don't necessarily alter the circumstances that trouble us in the first place. Maybe offering some insight, advice, or word of knowledge, or connecting you with somebody who can help, these might give solutions, yes, but Oftentimes, that's not what is most needed, or maybe there's a more appropriate time, or you really don't have the right thing to say for a solution. But even then, we can give a kind word whenever we have the opportunity, and to do it as often as someone has a heavy heart. Those kind words you utter would not just be an expression of sympathy. It could relieve the anxiety, allay their fears, it could point to the goodness of God somehow. And then when timely, when God gives insight, then advice can be offered. And the truth is, if there is a time that there are people with heavy hearts and crippling anxiety, now is that time. We can speak good words, not careless, harmful, empty, hasty words, as we are taught throughout Proverbs. Proverbs 15.4, a soothing tongue is a tree of life. Proverbs 15.23, how delightful is a timely word. Proverbs 16.24, pleasant words are a honeycomb. Proverbs 16.13, he who speaks right is loved. Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Let's not simply restrain from speaking unkind words, but actually be intentional to take the further step to speak good words is what we as God's people can cultivate as a practice I can definitely be more intentional in this, whether it's in conversation, in my prayer life, in my attitude, in relationships, in work situations, to seek God for good words from Him on purpose. And you and I can sow and speak into others' lives that, when received by them, brings about courage, comfort, and hope, good hope, to them by God's grace as we fill our minds with the empowering truth of Scripture, with the Word of God, and be filled with all joy and peace in believing, we will abound in hope, and our mouths be more readily used by God to bring words of healing, words of compassion, of love and kindness to those whose spirits are weighed down, broken. And may we ourselves also receive such words from others and be refreshed as we refresh others. 
Can I invite you to join me now for a few moments in reflection? Find a place to sit comfortably and simply be in quiet. Are there any anxious thoughts you've been having? Any burdens, concerns, worries lately? Bring them up to God as they come to mind. Tell him about them right now, one by one. How do these anxious concerns affect you? Pay attention to their effects and express them to God freely. Now quiet your thoughts Focus on God's presence with you and ask Him, What are you saying to me, God, about my worries and my burdens? What are you saying right now? Ask Him for a word, whether a picture or a song, and listen carefully. Don't rush. What did you receive? Ask God to expand that word that he gave you and receive it by saying a prayer response about it. Good. Now ask God who you can pray for. Let God bring a person to mind or persons and pray for him or her. As you pray, let God show you how you can encourage this person today. Let God point out to you if there is a word he would like you to share with him or her. I hope you had a meaningful time of reflection for yourself and the person God brought to mind. He is always wanting to encourage, always wanting to demonstrate his loving kindness to us. Let me pray for you and then we will end.
God. We give thanks for your scripture that reminds us today that you have called us to be part of speaking good and being kind. And so let the rest of this day teach us your loving kindness and help us to reflect it in not just our words, but our thoughts and our actions as well. That our posture be one that demonstrates your kindness, that as freely as we have received your kindness to us, so freely we express it to others as well. Whether it's in our interactions, our decisions, our choices, um, our posture throughout the rest of today. And so with that, we commit our hearts into your hands and our lives and the persons that you brought to our minds to pray for and to encourage. Help us bless them just as you have blessed us. With that, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Daily. Pastor Andre will bring us the final episode tomorrow for Season 2 before we hit the pause button on The Daily for a period of time. Have a fabulous day, friends. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.